Psalm 23. Begin reading with verse number 1. Real familiar passage. Almost everybody here could quote it. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for Thou art with me. Thy rod and Thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let's pray. Father, thank You, Lord, for loving us, for Your goodness to us, Lord. We're grateful. You have been better to us than we deserve. Now, Lord, I pray that You'd move in our midst, touch the preaching of the Word of God. Speak to hearts, Lord. There are some here that are not saved. Would You save them this morning? Lord, others, their hearts are cold, and I pray that You'd intervene for them. Do what needs to be done, and God will give You honor and glory. In Jesus' name, Amen. Alright, you'd be now keep your Bibles open if you will. I'm going to preach I, I, really the whole chapter here. All six verses I want us to look at. Uh, but I want to kind of come out of verse number one. Where the psalmist David said, The Lord is my shepherd. Now I'm going to preach a little while this morning on the personal shepherd. The personal shepherd. I'm glad David said, The Lord is my shepherd. Now, what is the relationship between shepherds and sheep? Most everybody at least knows a little bit about shepherds and sheep. What is uh, that relationship? Well, uh, the shepherd feels for the sheep. The Bible said, For God so loved the world. And shepherds love sheep. You say, now wait a minute, preacher. Uh, it's just a job. Well, uh, not a real shepherd. It's not just a job. A real shepherd cares. He has feelings for those sheep. So the shepherd uh, feels for the sheep. But not only that, uh, the, <coughs> excuse me, the shepherd finances the sheep. They are bought by him. He pays a price for them. And boy, I'm glad our personal shepherd paid the price for you and me. Uh, then let me say he fronts them. He goes out ahead of them, watches out for the way the shepherd uh, never sends his sheep, but he leads his sheep. Amen. He goes out in front of them. Thank God, Brother Brian, uh, you and me don't have to worry about anywhere we go following the Lord. He's already been there. Thank God there's a set of footprints uh, that we can follow. He finds the sheep when they wander, when they get away, when they're out of the fold and away from the flock. Thank God He finds them. But the shepherd feeds the sheep. Thank God. I'm glad the shepherd makes it his personal responsibility to feed his sheep. But then oh, we'd say the shepherd 
fights for those sheep. Amen. He defends them, watches over them, does not allow the enemy to take them. One of the greatest stories in the life of little David as he is a shepherd boy is when he defeats the lion and the bear over one little sheep. You see a real shepherd, Brother Tommy, a real shepherd that loves his sheep. Uh, he's not interested in uh, just the big number. He knows them individually. And he... He does not give up one sheep willingly. Amen. He will fight for those sheep. Now, there are several places besides Psalm 23 that our Lord is referred to as a shepherd. John 10 and verse number 11, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. Amen. 1 Peter 2.25 talks about the chief shepherd. Hebrews 13.20 calls him a shepherd. 1 Peter 5.4 talks about him being a shepherd. And the psalmist here, David, he said, the Lord is my shepherd. Now please imagine if you will David, this young boy who loves God, and the Bible said about David that he is a man after God's own heart. And so here's David watching over his sheep. He cares about them. He loves them, feeds them, leads them, watches over and protects them. And David's sitting there one day uh, looking over those sheep, or maybe uh, he's finished the day, or maybe it's early in the morning, and the sheep are just beginning to get up and start to move around but David looks at those sheep, looks at his little flock and he begins to think about it and the Spirit of God comes on David and said, son it's time to write another psalm and so David looks down and now under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost he begins to write these words the Lord is my shepherd Amen. Oh I'm telling Telling you, every one of us have read it on the back of those little cards they give us at the funeral home. Up many times we've heard it read and quoted in funeral services. But I want to say this morning that Psalm 23 ain't about dying; it's about living. Amen. Uh, Psalm 23 is not about uh, something in the future, but it's about right now. And David said, "Oh, hallelujah!" As he sat there and thought about that little flock of sheep and how bad they needed him and everything he was to them. And David said, oh yes, the Lord is my shepherd. Let me point out just a few things. I may not be able to finish this morning. Notice in verse number 1, David talks about our mutual claim. Our mutual claim. First of all, in the first part of verse 1, he tells us about the beauty of possession. He said the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. What does that mean? That means He belongs to me. Hallelujah. Uh, somebody said, wait a minute now. Uh, you just said, preacher, that the shepherd purchases or pays for, uh, buys those sheep. That's exactly right. But when He does, it's not just that they become His, but He allows himself uh, to become theirs. Praise God. And I'm glad
glad the Lord is my shepherd. He belongs to me this morning. Praise God. I'm, hallelujah. Did you hear me? I said the Lord is my shepherd. Now everybody's got somebody they're following this morning. Amen. Everybody's got somebody you're following. No, preacher, I don't follow nobody. I do my own thing. Well, then you're following yourself. But you are following yourself based on what the devil is leading you to do. Amen. Everybody here is following a shepherd. It's either the good shepherd or the bad shepherd. Amen. You're either following the Lord as your shepherd, but I'm telling you, I'm glad He's mine. He belongs to me. Uh, let me say this this morning. I may believe that He is mine. Thank God He is mine. The Lord, the Lord, the God who created the universe spoke everything into existence. Existence. He belongs to me. The Lord is my shepherd. Oh, hallelujah. That makes me pretty excited. Amen. You ever hear the old saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know? Amen. Praise God. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Well, if that's right, then Brother David, we're in pretty good shape because the Lord is my shepherd. I may believe it this morning, but not only that, I may brag about it. The Lord is my shepherd. I don't have to be embarrassed about that. Amen. I don't have to be ashamed about that. Now, it's not because I'm good that He's my shepherd. It's not because I've done anything good that He's my shepherd. But He's my shepherd this morning. And I may brag about that. I can tell the whole world, the Lord is my shepherd. I'd walk around, hand out trucks, and say, the Lord's my shepherd. I'd knock on people's door, and when they come to the door, I'd say, hallelujah, I'm here to see you about God. I'm here to see about the Lord is my shepherd. Amen. Praise God. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I can tell everybody about it. I can preach about it. I can sing about it. I can testify about it. I can write down something about it. I can tell anybody I want to. The Lord is my shepherd. I may believe it. I may brag about it. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. Well, who are you? Well, the Lord is my shepherd. Who do you think you are this morning? I don't think I'm anybody, but the Lord is my shepherd. Yeah, man, He's mine. He's mine. I may benefit from it. Amen. I may benefit from it. Have you ever thought about how many times we benefit or suffer based on who our family are? And we don't have anything to do about that. Amen. Yeah, we say, well, preacher... Um, I tell you what, I'm in a good family. Well, I ain't really a whole lot for you to brag about. You didn't have nothing to do with it. Amen. Well, preacher, you know, my family is an embarrassment. Well, don't let that tear you up too bad. You didn't pick them. Amen. That's right. Praise God. Hey, but can I say this? Uh, there are benefits that come as a result of the Lord being my shepherd. I don't ever have to worry about being alone because the Lord is 
was my shepherd. Thank God I may benefit from it. So we see the beauty of possession. Then notice, if you will, on down in verse number twi- in verse number one of the benefit of position. He said, "I shall not want." So here it is now. Not only is he mine, but I am his. And if I am his, that means I shall not want. Amen. Now, can can we look at this a couple different ways this morning? Everybody's paying attention. It's a little girl or a little boy. I've heard the story so many different ways. But I do understand it is a true story. A child quoting a verse from Sunday school that he or she had learned in front of the church. And you know how nerve-wracking it is sometimes when you're quoting Scripture. And uh, her verse or his verse was Psalm 23.1. And uh, the child said this, A Psalm 23.1 The Lord is my shepherd and that's all I want. Amen. Amen. Now they got that child got that verse wrong just a little bit. I, I mean, that ain't the way it's written in the scriptures, but it still works. Amen. What what the child said is absolutely true. The Lord is my shepherd, and that's all I want. Now, why would that be all I want? Because that's all I need. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't want anything else. Because I don't need anything else. The Bible said in Colossians, He is all and in all. Everything has its existence in the Son of God. Amen. Yes, sir. You say, preacher, times are bad. Man, we, I've talked to some of the brothers about it. Just over the last several weeks, the economy and all that business, all that stuff that's going on, man, it's heartbreaking. It's a tad bit scary. Amen. It's a tad bit scary. You say, well, I'm trusting the Lord. I don't ever get scared. Y'all pray for me, will you? I'm trusting the Lord too, but I'm still living in a body of flesh. I get scared sometimes. I get a little bit nervous sometimes. But we're just talking about all that business. But I'm glad to report to you this morning, and can I say report to myself also, that the Lord's coffers are full. Amen. Amen. I can't imagine now, me and my wife have a checkbook, and it uh, doesn't, doesn't mean a whole lot to us, but it means a lot to the people we owe. Amen. Some of y'all should have said amen right there. Don't make me think you don't pay no bills. Amen. We have a checking account, and I have to keep a tight rein on that thing, man. I have to watch it like a hawk. I don't just go in there and write checks. But you know, I've heard of folks... I've heard of folks who, who just write checks and use a debit card and stuff like that and never even have to look at their account. That's hard for me to imagine. But that's the kind of shepherd we got, Brother Tim. Yeah, amen. Yeah, man. That's how our shepherd is. His account never is drained. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Brother Tim, he has so much that he can give you out of it. And when he looks back, there's nothing missing. Amen. Why? Because everything is his. It all belongs to him. Oh, Corey Tim Boom wrote years ago. Uh, she said, why should I worry? Why should I fret? Why should I be upset? He owns a cattle. 
cattle on a thousand hills. If I need some money, all he has to do is sell a cow and send me the money. Amen. He owns everything. It all belongs to him. Oh, preacher, why am I fretting? Why am I worried? Well, we're just never sure exactly what his plan is. But hallelujah, because he's mine and I'm his, he has taken complete responsibility for my welfare. Hallelujah. He has taken complete responsibility for my welfare. There's been several times, Brother Kevin, and the Lord's been real good to me and my wife. He's blessed us, man, taking such good care of us. But there have been times that we were going somewhere out to eat with somebody. And we'd be going out to eat. And on our way to eat, Tyler, me and her would be talking about, well, we can do this, or maybe we can do this, or maybe we can do that. Yeah. You know, and trying to figure what to do. But then we'd walk through the door of the restaurant, and whoever was there would say, I've got your meal. You and your family get whatever you want. You know what they're saying? They're saying, you don't even have to consider your checking account. You don't even have to reach for your billfold. I am assuming complete responsibility. Lord help. Oh, I am assuming complete responsibility for your welfare for the next few minutes. You just order whatever you want. Give whatever you like. Don't even give it a thought. Now can I say this? I know that we have to be okay. I know we have to pay attention to the resources that God has given us. But can I say this? Hallelujah. Our shepherd said, you are mine. I am taking complete responsibility for your welfare. You are in my hands. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God, I am His, and He is mine. The benefit of position. What does it have to do? Did you know? Uh, did you know my little girl Anna is um, Anna's four now. She turned four in June. Is that right, honey? Man, I knew that. I just wasn't sure if she did. <laughs> oh, Lord, help us. Amen. That's right. You try to figure out which month they're all born in. Praise God. Amen. Um, so she turned four in May. Did you know, Brother Dean, that Anna has never even thought about how much clothes cost? She's never thought about how expensive dresses are. Or shoes. It's never, Brother Charlie, even crossed her mind how much it cost to order the child's chicken and fries at uh, any place. I think it's what she gets everywhere. She ain't never even thought about what what that cost. So if you ask her, Caleb, if you asked Anna and said, uh, Anna, how much does it cost? to order the child's chicken tenders and fries over at Cracker Barrel. How much does that cost? She'd say, it's good. 
If you ask Anna, if you ask Anna how expensive the light bill is over on Roberts Road, she'd say, what's a light bill? Amen. Now, please don't misunderstand me. I know, Brother Dean, me and you have to keep up with the price of a light bill. Our wives have to keep up with how much a gallon of milk costs. I understand that. But the bottom line is, if there's going to be a light bill paid, and if there's going to be a gallon of milk in the refrigerator, and if there's going to be some eggs for breakfast, hallelujah, and if there's going to be some taters in the pan, it's going to be the good shepherd that provides for us. Amen. He has taken complete responsibility for our welfare, and he is well able. He's well able. He's well able to handle it. Thank God. He can take care of it. Amen. I'm looking around now. I'm looking around now. And ain't many of you look like you're starving. I'm telling you, He has taken good care of His sheep. Amen. Oh, thank God. I'm going to tell you one of the joys of pastoring, one of the joys of pastoring down through these years has been to stand where I'm standing and watch God teach each of you one by one that He is able, He is well capable of meeting your needs and taking care of you. Now, how can we be so sure about that? My goodness. I said I wasn't going to get done this morning. I may not get done in three weeks. Is that such a blessing? Why don't we have to worry about it? Well, because I'm in His heart. I'm in His heart. He loves me. He loves me. God's been good to me. I travel some around the country and preach. You go anywhere I've been, Brother Charlie. You go anywhere I've been. and Sometimes my family gets to go with me since the kids are in school and Joshua's in school and stuff now. They don't get to go as much as they used to. But, but try to at least, if I'm in driving distance, they try to come on Friday night. And my wife will have folks walk up to her all the time. They'll say, it's good to meet you. He's talked about y'all all week long. Now, Brother Pops, I don't stand in the pulpit or in the vestibule or around church and talk about my wife and my children because I think, well now, you know, they may be coming on Friday night. Because I never know if they're going to get to be there or not. I never know if those people are going to get to meet my family or not. Most of the time they do, but not always. But that comes out of me because it's in my heart. That woman and them children are in my heart. And because they're in my heart, I can't help but talk about them. They come up in my conversations. Amen. There are times that I'm off somewhere and, and I'm waiting on a preacher to eat lunch or it's after lunch and I've studied till my head hurts and so I'm walking around some store, you know, and I'm thinking, man, I think Miss Vicky would like that. I may get that for her. Well, I may not. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. I see something, I think, you know, you know, Vicky would love that. She'd enjoy that. Man, that'd look good on her. Then I see something, I'll think of Leah and I'll think of Jonathan and Sometimes I even think of Matthew as bad as I hate it. I'll think of I'll think of Joshua 
and Bethany and Anna, and that, it, they're in my heart, and I can't help it. I, I'll go into a Dick's Sporting Goods somewhere, and I'm walking around, and I'm looking at this, and I think, man, Joshua would enjoy that. Me and him could do this, and the family could do that. Why? Because they're in my heart. Can I tell you? Can I tell you? I'm going to tell you something. I believe I cannot prove it with the Word of God. I can't prove it with the Word of God, but I believe in heaven, the Lord talks about me and you. Amen. He said in Genesis chapter 2, He said, let us make man in our image. Who was He talking to? He's talking to Himself. The Trinity, the Godhead. He said, let us make man in our own image. Amen. Amen. Now this morning, I just believe, I just believe I'm sorry as they come. I'm probably the worst preacher preaching this morning. There's thousands of them. But I believe this morning the Lord talks to Himself because I'm in His heart and He says, boy, that boy's enjoying preaching this morning. He ain't much good at it, but he's enjoying it. And the Lord says, yes, he is. He's enjoying himself. Amen. And when I'm enjoying that, and you're enjoying it, I promise you the Lord's enjoying it. Just bragging about the fact that I am His. Why? Because I'm in His heart. He loves me. I'm in His head. He thinks about me. He thinks about me. Now, I don't know if you realize this or not. The Bible said, He knows the very hairs on your head and they're numbered. They're numbered. I'm getting, I'm getting where I'm having some trouble in my eyes now. I told Miss Vicki, uh, during Sunday school, Brother Pipes was teaching. She's sitting up here and I looked at her and I said, I'm afraid I'm going to have to use them reading glasses this morning. She laughed at me a little bit. And then the next time I looked back there at her, she slipped her reading glasses on. But I, I, I just had a pair for a little while. Because I'm not quite as old as my wife. But I've just had a pair for a little while. But I got hers one day. The bride, and and there's the strong. <laughs> there's the strong. When I put hers on, I can see through that back door. <laughs> Amen. Anybody want to take me home for lunch today? I'm afraid I'm not going to get anything to eat. Hey, I got, I, but I got my wife's. I didn't have any reading glasses. I got my wife's reading glasses. And, and I found, you, you know how it is when you got these girls in the house and, 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 uh, and that long hair, you know, you always find them. And I, this is probably dumb. Y'all probably going to think I'm crazy, but got my wife's reading glasses. And I looked at that hair. The Bible says they're numbered. They're numbered. And I thought it was, I thought it was Bethany's and I was looking to see if it's numbered. And there was no number I couldn't find anywhere, so I figured it must have been that, doll, that golden retriever's there. But I looked, they're the same color. Amen. But I looked, he said, Your very, the very hairs of your head are numbered, son. Can you believe that? The very hairs of your head. Brother Mara, it's a lot simpler for you than it is a lot of us. Amen. Hey, he said the very hairs of your head are numbered. Did you know Brother Vince? He not only knows how many taters 
are in the bag at your house, that bag of taters, he knows how many grains of salt there are in the salt shaker. He thinks about us. He thinks about us. If your wife's going to make tea or Kool-Aid, he knows how many grains of sugar there are in the sugar bag. <laughs> Hallelujah. Why? Sister, he knows how many beans there are and how many jars of beans you can this summer. He knows how many there are, how many you're going to need. And he's interested in taking care of you. Hallelujah. Praise God. He thinks about us. We're in His heart. He loves us. We're in His head. He thinks about us. But not only that, we're in, we're part, we're in His house. We're part of His family. He takes care of us. He takes care of us. Now there are times, Luke, there are times when my, my wife, me and my wife have argued a little bit. It's been my fault every time. But me and my wife have at time, times argued. There have been times that my, I have been pretty upset. Brother Pridmore, you'd never believe it. There's been times that I've been pretty upset with my children. There have been times that I was really angry with my children. But did you know no matter how angry I was with my children, and many times I had to correct them severely, but there's never been a time that I was angry with one of my children and they were being punished severely. Never been one time that if you or somebody else had attacked my child that I would have stand, stood back and not took care of them. See now, see now, wait a minute. Okay, I'm pretty angry with this, with my son right now. I'm pretty angry with my son and I've not decided how severe the punishment's going to be. That's right. Praise God. I remember years ago, I've told you about it, me and my sister got in a fight. My sister right under me, we used to fight terrible. We wasn't, we wasn't serving God, wasn't right with the Lord. Our family wasn't in church or nothing. We used to fight terrible. And Mama took us to this particular place to drop us off where there's a bunch of young people and stuff. And we, we argued and fought all the way down the road. And I was getting out of the car and, and I'm, I'm embarrassed by this. I tried my best, Tim, to shut the door while she's still in it. It was mean. It was mean. And she got out of the car. And Brother Brian, I said, listen. I said, don't talk to me. Don't come around me. Don't say Don't even tell anybody that we're in the same family. I ain't having nothing to do with you. I don't want to see you the whole time we're here. That's me. But I was in that particular place. There's probably 75 or 100 young people. And I'm over here talking to some of my buddies. And I look across the room nearly, about as far as from here to the back of the church, and some guy pushed my sister against the wall. I said, boys, I'll be right back. I grabbed him by the back of the head and I said, listen, I'm undecided if I'm going to let her live. But I said, if anything happens to her, it'll be me that takes care of it. If you touch her again, I'm going to rip your head off. Why? Because she's, that's my sister. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Now, it was wrong for me to be that way. It was wrong. But the bottom line is, family just takes care of family. Amen. And guess what? We're in His family. 
You say, well, preacher, you don't know what I've done. I've disappointed the Lord. I'm out of the will of God. I'm not where I need to be. Understand that, and you need to get all that stuff right. But you better understand, oh, He's going to take care of you. Notice this. Forty years in the wilderness. Forty years Israel's wandering in the wilderness. They are out of the will of God the whole time. The Lord feeds them, He clothes them, He fights their enemies, He watches over them and takes care of them for 40 years out of the will of God. They wasted that 40 years, but God took care of them. Why? Because He takes care of His youngins. Preacher, why is the Lord so good to me? Because He can't help it. That's just the way He is. The Lord is my shepherd, our mutual claim. I am His and He is mine. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Now I'm going to ask you this morning, is the Lord your shepherd? Do you belong to Him? Does He belong to you? If so, are you where you need to be with God? Is your heart right? My goodness, what joy, what peace, what satisfaction to know God's taking care of us. I don't see the news on television stuff, but I listen to it on the radio and I hear that news, man. And I'm just thinking, oh, what is going to happen next? This whole world's gone crazy. It's all nuts. But Silas, there's a little breeze blowing in my soul. It says, everything's alright, son. I got you in my hand. I'm responsible for you. I'm taking care of you. How would you stand it, Brother Charlie, if you was trying to take care of your family in these days? Don't know how to do it. Brother Brian, how would you do it? Josh, how would you do it? Brother Vince, how would you ever take care of your family? Brother Pops, Brother Primmore, how would you do it? Brother Tommy, how would you do it? How would we ever? How would we ever? Brother Wallace, now all your children are grown, married, you've got grandchildren. Got a great-grandchild on the way. Is that the first one? Grandchildren, a great-grandchild on the way. My soul. How would you ever, how would you ever survive worrying about all this mess that's going on if it wasn't for the Lord taking care of Bless His holy name. If the Lord's not your shepherd, He can be today. Today, the Lord can be your shepherd.